We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, January the 3rd, 2020. On today's show, I'll talk about Colorado State transfers, Adam Prentice and Colin Hill. Just how do they fit in with the Gamecocks? How much playing time could both guys see in their first seasons at South Carolina? I'll break down both guys' game and how I think they fit into what USC is trying to do on offense. Also, some news and notes to get to, including Jordan Birch in the Under Armour All-American game, Gamecocks women's basketball getting a huge win over Kentucky, and much, much more. Before we get into everything, this is a podcast sent to you by our friends over at Ag South Farm Credit. Guys, most lenders don't understand land financing. Ag South Farm Credit specializes in land financing, and they've been doing it for over 100 years. They make loans for small and large acreage, hunting property, timberland, farm and pasture land, even home mortgages and construction. They have a ton of great benefits, including long-term fixed rate financing up to 20 years, down payments as low as 15%. They have competitive rates and they pay an average of 25% of the interest back every year is what they call patronage. So they're a cooperative, so they share in their profits with their member borrowers. So guys, for example, on a $300,000 loan at 6.5% for 20 years, you would get back $2,770 each year. They're literally putting money back in your pocket. They have an experienced lending staff that knows land and knows how to finance. So guys, whenever you're making a big-time life decision like this, right, going into 2020, I know a lot of us are probably going to do something very impactful in our lives, whether it be buy a house, buy land, get married, whatever it may be. When you're making a big-time decision like that, you want to make sure you have the right people in your corner. People are going to make you feel comfortable about those decisions because we all know with those types of decisions comes a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. You want it to be as seamless and easy as possible. Ag South Farm Credit is that lender. One of the questions Ag South Farm Credit gets the most is about their options on land loans. So Ag South Farm Credit, they offer everything commercial banks offer, like balloon loans, but they also offer longer term fixed rate loans. So instead of a balloon loan where your interest rate expires and you risk your rate increasing, a fixed rate can never go up, but it can be lowered if the market allows. The type of loan you get depends on how fast you want to pay it off and what you think your future cash flow is going to be like. So Ag South Farm Credit is going to do everything. They're going to take care of all this for you, make sure they're going to put you in the best possible position. If you want more information on the type of land loans they offer, give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, or visit their website, agsouthfc.com slash T-S-U-S. That's A-G-S-O-U-T-H-F-C dot com slash T-S-U-S, Ag South and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 619-788. So again, their website, agsouthfc.com slash T-S-U-S, or give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right, let's get into it.
right, I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Got a packed show breaking down Gamecocks football mainly. Got some news and notes to get into as well. Hope you all are having a fantastic Friday, by the way. Happy Friday. Kind of a weird week with New Year's Day being on Wednesday because I swear Thursday felt like a Monday. I know a lot of people probably felt the same way. I know New Year's Eve is one of those holidays. Everybody goes out, celebrates, whatever, and Whenever you have a holiday in the middle of the week and then have to go back to work or whatever it may be, whatever the situation was, it just makes the week kind of throws out of whack. So I was sitting there thinking, I was like, is it really Friday tomorrow? It feels like we just had a Friday on Wednesday or on Tuesday or whatever. But either way, happy Friday to everyone. We get another weekend. It feels good. Uh, really, really excited for today's show. So was kind of thinking, obviously, not a ton going on right now as we're kind of in between basketball games, obviously women's basketball playing last night, beating the crap out of Kentucky, by the way, which I'm going to get to in just a second. But wanted to move to the football side of things and really talk about the transfers that South Carolina has picked up over the last couple weeks or so in Adam Prentice and Colin Hill. Both guys coming from Colorado State, obviously playing under former – or excuse me, Gamecocks offensive coordinator Mike Bobo. How are they going to fit in the offense? We've actually dropped a couple of pieces on the SpursUpShow.com. Very, very good pieces on both players. Colin Hill and Adam Prentice. And I just want to kind of give my thoughts on how I think both guys can sort of fit in into what South Carolina is trying to do offensively, what their plan, their scheme is going to be under Mike Bobo, and just, I guess, what sort of I've seen from looking at their film, looking at tape, and how I think it can fit in and help South Carolina in 2020. So I want to start with the quarterback, Colin Hill. Um, this, so Colin Hill has been a very hot topic of discussion, I feel like, because I'll be honest. When he first announced he was transferring to South Carolina, and I still kind of feel this way, that I doubt Colin Hill's really going to sniff the field. Like, I don't expect this to be a guy that's going to come in and, you know, a guy that we got off the grad transfer market because we think he's going to be the starting quarterback. You take a look at his statistics. A guy that has battled injury, I think he's had three ACL injuries, which is never a good thing. But you take a look at his stats overall. 263 for 433, 61% completion percentage, 23 touchdowns and 11 interceptions at Colorado State. Um, you, you hear those stats, definitely not great, especially the level of competition they're playing at Colorado State. I will say this, though. A guy that if he can stay healthy, because, again, when you have three ACL injuries, uh, you know, you're yeah, – I mean, I, I can't imagine how his knee looks. Let's put it that way. Like, it, it's, 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 not, it's tough. It's tough to be effective when you've had that many injuries. But when you watch Colin Hill, when you watch tape of him, there's actually a lot of things to like about his game. The first thing I really noticed from Colin Hill is the kid throws a great deep ball. He, he really, really does. Uh, I mean, a really pretty ball. It's kind of funny. Someone else made this comparison. I, I'm definitely not making directly the comparison, more so just how they look. But Colin Hill and Steven Garcia are like long-lost cousins or something. Like they, they got the long hair, like the beard, like the exact look. It's kind of creepy, honestly, how similar they look. But – Colin Hill throws a great deep ball, in my opinion. You take a look at some of his highlights at Colorado State, and again, factor in the competition they were playing, I 100% get that, but also factor in the, the talent that he was playing with as far as playmakers on the outside, stuff like that. Colin Hill, a beautiful deep ball. Really throws it with conviction as well. I feel like a guy that really is decisive with the football in his hands. Uh, one of the things I noticed as well, really good at the back shoulder fade, the fade around the corner of the end zone. And a guy that I think the biggest thing, the biggest pro for Colin Hill coming into South Carolina, and again, this is not a podcast on how I think Colin Hill is going to be the starter at South Carolina. Just simply taking a look at his game and what there is to like about it. Obviously, coming in, playing for, what, three years under Mike Bobo, there will be no one else on the South Carolina roster that will have more knowledge 
of Mike Bobo's scheme and system than Colin Hill has. Um, you know, and he can be a great asset for many reasons because of that. You know, how much of a factor could he really be? That's the, really the question. Is this going to be a guy that gets buried on the depth chart and is third or fourth in the depth chart? Or is this going to be a guy that pushes Ryan Holinsky and pushes for playing time potentially? I mean, a guy, again, with that type of knowledge in the scheme, I think it's a great pickup, first of all, for all parties. I want to say that because I think for Colin Hill, you get to come back home. Obviously, a kid that played at Dorman High School, you get to come back home to your home state. You get to play under Mike Bobo, who is just your head coach. You get to come to the SEC. I mean, you, you're basically, you know, it's, it's a great move for him. And then for South Carolina, even if this guy never sniffs the field, which is what my original assumption was, with his knowledge of the scheme, he can be like that mentor, like that older brother, like a guy that can help out and bring along Luke Doty and Ryan Holinsky and maybe to carry on Joyner if Joyner stays at the quarterback position. But his knowledge of the system, I will say this, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and I really do believe this is a great point. If Colin Hill, with the knowledge of his system, unless Ryan Holinsky can pick this thing up seamlessly, I mean just effortlessly, and really pick it up for the fall, I would be – I think it's going to be a real indictment on Colin Hill's game if he cannot at least push Ryan Holinsky for the starting – and for snaps. Because it was just his knowledge of the offense. I mean, if both guys are fairly equal or close to being equal as far as throwing ability is concerned, Colin Hill has the upper hand. He's been in this system. He knows Mike Bobo's offense. He knows the verbiage. Again, I fully expect Ryan Linsky to be the starter day one. I think this will probably be a non-issue. But it's January the 3rd. We don't have a lot of other stuff to talk about. And I think this is something kind of interesting. I think Colin Hill can push Ryan Holinsky. There are things to like about his game. Now, again, going from the level of competition he was at at Colorado State to the SEC, I think that's going to be the biggest factor. Can he, can he, is he ready for that type of competition, if you will, playing quarterback in the SEC? It is much different. Um, I think, again, if nothing else, though, he can serve as a mentor. I think he is a guy that can serve, uh, can really help out the young guys, especially a guy like Luke Doty coming in as a true freshman, especially a guy like Ryan Holinsky. I mean, he's just going to be a sophomore, a true sophomore. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how much, if at all, Colin Hill sees snaps. Is, is he even second string on the depth chart? I think that's very curious as well. Um, is he second string on the depth chart? I mean, I think there's a lot of pros of him being in Columbia. I don't think there's really any cons to him being in Columbia, to be perfectly honest with you. I just, I think that it's a good move for all parties. And like I said, worst case, if you're South Carolina, you now have a guy on the roster that knows Mike Bobo's scheme and offense better than anyone. Being a quarterback, I mean, he knows that offense better than anyone, and I think he can help those younger guys along. So, again, I think there are things to like, things to like about Colin Hill's game. I think he's a gunslinger. I think he's a guy that likes to throw the football around, obviously. Will he beat out Ryan Linsky for the starting job? Can he even challenge? Can he even challenge Ryan Linsky for the starting job? I don't know. I don't know if he can. I don't think – I think Ryan Linsky's your starter day one, no questions asked. But it is a storyline to follow as we go through spring ball and in the summer and in the fall camp as well. Because, again, if – you know, and, again, Colin Hill is, himself is a guy that's dealt with injuries and knee injuries and stuff like that. But, you know, if Ryan Linsky's injuries flare up, I mean, who's the next guy taking snaps? Is it Luke Doty or is it Colin Hill? I don't know. So, again, I, I think it's a great move for all parties. But when you look at Colin Hill's game, if you look at some of his highlights, you look at his tape, he can spin it. I mean, there's no question. He can spin it. And I'll be very interested and curious to see 
does his knowledge of the offense give him any sort of leg up or is it kind of a moot point? I'll be interested to see that. The other guy that I want to talk about, obviously, Adam Prentice, uh, a guy maybe a little bit lesser known coming from Colorado State that the Gamecocks picked up, a guy that's a tight end slash fullback. Um, you take a look at his statistics overall. Nothing crazy, 18 receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown, 18 carries, and 65 yards. I think this is a guy that's going to play a major, major role in Mike Bobo's offense, though. You take a look. I really like what I saw from him. I know he's listed as a fullback, and I think – well, pro- I think he's going to be like a hybrid guy because I, I really like the film that I saw on Adam Prentice out of the, out of the tight end position. Um, a guy who I think will fit in beautifully to the scheme. I think a guy that Mike Bobo, you know, talked about his introductory press conference, getting a guy like Apprentice to, you know, help out as far as run blocking and be sort of that tough-nosed guy. I think he is that guy. Um, I, I think he is that guy, to be honest with you. I think Prentice can certainly play that role in Mike Bobo's offense. Again, I think he's going to be a hybrid type of guy. I really think he's going to go back and forth between the fullback, the tight end, the H-back. He's going to be as close to a fullback that South Carolina has had since Pat DeMarco. I mean, is this the return of the fullback to South Carolina's offense? It's something I got written down in my notes here. I think Adam Prentice could be that guy. I think he could be a Pat DeMarco 2.0. And again, that's a bold statement because we see what Pat DeMarco, we see what Pat's doing in the NFL. But I think Prentice is a very, very good pickup. Uh, I think what it should tell you as well is that the Gamecocks are going to run the football. There's no question. They are going to run the football. When you're going out there and picking up a fullback, you're going to run the football. No question. Uh, again, I, I think it's great to have a guy that's versatile like that, that can play multiple positions. He can play tight end. He can play fullback. I think he'll be in the H-back. I think they're going to use him a lot. I think they'll probably use him in the passing game some as well. But I think a guy in Prentice that you watch his film, and again, most of it's at the tight end position, but a guy that – Will be versatile, should be good as far as, you know, in different blocking schemes for South Carolina, and a guy that should be able to help out the running game and Marshawn Lloyd and uh, Deshaun Fenwick and, you know, all the rest of host of others, Kevin Harris and, uh, you know, your other transfers you got coming in, possibly the transfer from Miami that might be coming in. So I think Prentice is a very low-key, very underrated pickup for South Carolina, getting both these guys from Colorado State. But very interesting. But I'm sure it has to feel good for both Prentice and Colin Hill coming to South Carolina, the comfort level of playing for your former head coach at Colorado State, getting to come to the SEC. But I think Prentice is a guy that should make a very a very big impact for South Carolina. I think Prentice probably of the two will certainly make the bigger impact. I, I think he definitely – Definitely will, no question. So, um, again, those two guys, very excited to see him in Garnet and Black, especially Hill. I'm just very intrigued. How does he factor in? Um, and obviously excited to see Prentice because, I, I, again, I, like I said, I think he's going to be a big factor in the running game as well. Um, both those guys, though, should be fun to watch. Uh, a couple of news and notes here, then we'll wrap it up. Like I said, a shorter show today, um, but just wanted to hammer down that point of those two guys. News and notes to get into. Jordan Burt shines in the Under Armour All-American game. Had a couple big plays, had a sack on the quarterback, had a play where he lit up the quarterback. Um, It was so funny, though, watching that game, the point that the announcers kept trying to make of that he hasn't signed his letter of intent. He hasn't signed his letter of intent. It's like it's so crazy. It's like, dude, like he's committed to South Carolina. He's already said why he didn't sign his letter of intent. He's signing with his teammates, with Alex Huntley. Stop trying to make this a story. Try, stop trying to blow this up and make this a story. It's literally a non-story that guys in the recruiting world are wanting to keep alive just to have some headlines. That's what it feels like. So, stupid. But, again, Jordan Birch, good showing from him. Very excited for him getting Garnet Black, obviously, and get on campus. Uh, also, Gamecocks women, big win for the Gamecocks women, 99-72 to 
over Kentucky. I said this on social media, but I'll say it again. Can we just skip the regular season and just get to the national title? Because it doesn't look like anybody's beating South Carolina this year. I mean, Kentucky was the 13th best team in the country, according to the polls. And South Carolina handles them. Beats them by 27. I mean, it's just crazy. I don't even understand playing the rest of the games, but uh, obviously they got to. But um, Don Staley's crew is, is, looks destined to make a, a serious run to another national title. And I'm very, very excited for it, for sure. Um, other than that, yeah, appreciate you guys tuning in. Like I said, shorter show today. Happy Friday to everyone. Um, a fun listen, a quick listen. We'll have the guest interviews returning on Monday. First guest interview of 2020. It's a very, very good one. Very excited for you guys to hear it. Do want to apologize for yesterday. No podcast on Thursday. Um, had a lot going on with the new year, traveling, stuff like that. And really, to be honest with you guys, there wasn't a ton, a, a ton to touch on. Um, this has been kind of a weird week with the holiday and the New Year's Day holiday, New Year's Eve, whatever. We'll be back roaring, ready to get after it on Monday. Uh, basketball season kind of gets back to some normalcy as far as Tuesday, Saturday schedule. And then we're, we're, we're almost there to previewing baseball. And I'm very, very pumped about it. So um, appreciate you guys tuning in. Before we go, if you need your tickets anything, Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. Save $20 off your first purchase, guys. doesn't matter if it's Gamecock, sporting events, concerts, comedy club events, NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, whatever you need your tickets to, SeatGeek has got it. They've got a great ticket rating system where they rate the tickets for you based on the type of deal you're getting. So they make it super simple, super easy. You're going to get the most bang for your buck. You're never going to overpay for tickets again. And they're going to really give you that peace of mind when you go click the buy button, you get those tickets that you want. So again, our friends at SeatGeek, go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP, that's S-P-R-S-U-P, to save $20 off your first purchase. As always, I'm Chris Phillips for the Spurs Up Show. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Grow up.